Well, here we are, as promised. Find a good time to podcast, baby. Let's get on into it. There is a place beyond hurt, beyond fear, beyond distraction. There is a place you get to when you know you just need to do better. There is a place where the excuses don't work, where the judgments don't matter, where how you feel don't matter. See, everybody want to look good. Looking good is easy. Looking good is simple. You don't got to do nothing to look good. But do you have the courage to actually be good? Do you have the fight in you to actually be good? Be good right now. Good. How we doing? How we doing? Good people. This is good radio. Listen, my name is Kyle and this has been coming. This is a long time coming, y'all. For those of y'all who have been following Finding Good Times, thank y'all. Thank y'all for switching over. Thank y'all. Y'all know what it's about. Y'all know what I'm about. But I'm just going to break into, for the people who are new here, or for the people who uh, may not know what to expect from this, let me just break it down real quick. Let me give you the, the quick history, the brief history of what Finding Good Times is. So about, I would say, four or five years ago, I was at a a very low point. First of all, let me start by saying this. Let me preface it by saying this. I regard my vulnerability as my superpower, right? I, on here, anything to do with finding good times, I put myself out there. One of my leading ideologies is that we use our stories to help other people. Not only do we use our stories to help other people, but our stories are used to help ourselves. We can look inside of ourselves, inside of our actions, inside of our thoughts, inside of our experiences, and we can gain wisdom based on where we've been empirically, based off of what we've seen, based off of who we've seen based off of where we've been, what we've been around, what we've been exposed to, right? So I never shy away from telling the truth about myself. There is nothing too embarrassing for me to talk about, nothing too off limits. I go deep here and I I hope that when y'all engage and interact, that y'all bring that same level of uh, openness and honesty and candor and vulnerability that I'm about to bring, right? So back to the story about five years ago I was in a very uh, dark place I didn't know where I was going I didn't know where I was heading I didn't know what my purpose was I didn't know who I was lost and I'm sitting down sitting in my bed and and, um, I happened to turn on the TV and by some kind of divine intervention or divine epiphany I turned to Viceland and uh, shout out to Eddie Wong. He actually was the reason why I I started watching Viceland a lot. And um, I got interested in the power of telling stories, interested in the power of capacity, our capacity growing through 
gaining empathy and through gaining experience through who we talk to, through who we deal with, who we associate with, who we learn from. So I'm sitting there in my room and I'm blown away by uh, stories that um, that Viceland is telling, specifically Wong's world. And I'm like, man, I got to get in this. I got to get in this, not for not because I for any fame or for any uh, monetary reason or for any like clout reason, but just because I'm seeing how dope it could be when you allow people's stories to, to help you grow. And when you allow people's stories to help um, shape your perspective or help expand your perspective rather. So from that, I picked up a camera, right? Like, I, and I'll tell you this, I'm usually the type of person where when I get really passionate about something, I go all in, <laughs> I, like I go all the way in and uh, so I'm like, man, I, I want me some Viceland type type uh, situation. Like I wanted to ha be the new Vice, right? Still holding on to that dream, <laughs> but um, or, or that that vision, that goal rather. And uh, so I'm I went to YouTube University, and you know, starting to figure out how do I get into documentary, documentary work. And that's what I studied in college. I studied um, journalism. So I was, you know, a pretty good writer and always uh, liked to be in the mix and going out and, and being around people anyway. So I was like, oh, well, okay, let, let me see how I can finesse my way into this, this world of story capturing, this world of, 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 multimedia journalism <clears throat> and I realized well I did not have though I, I went to you know college for it and all that stuff I didn't have the the, the skill set so much to just be all-encompassing right another thing about me is, is back then especially I wanted to be uh, everything like if I had if I had a goal to to be like in music or whatever I wanted to know how to I want to know everything about it, how to write, right? How to <clears throat> work the promotion of it, how to work the marketing of it, how to be on the on the on the keyboards and all that stuff. Now, a lot of times I didn't <laughs> follow through with it, um, but I was I, I just always loved the idea of being all encompassing and just like that Tyler the creator type of thing, right? If I if I do something, I want to know all the components of what's going on so i know if i don't like something i could actually go in and tweak it myself i could actually go in like all right move over let me let me do it you know i, I think nip was talking about that uh, at one point right um so my first thing was i picked up a camera because I, I wanted to put i know i wanted to put these videos together but i didn't really know anything about composition and framing and, and and color grading and doing all that stuff so i picked up a camera first to, to learn how to um manage myself in terms of still photography so i could bring that over to videos and i fell in love with the art of photography so for years uh finding good times was effectively a, a photography page and what i would do is i would go and i would i would uh kind of go out and document the nightlife 
right? I would take a bunch of pictures. Those of y'all who had been following Finding Good Times on Instagram for a while, y'all noticed I, I was taking a bunch of pictures of nightlife things and, and I love to go out anyway. So I would take pictures of all these people and I would I would um, just do all these things and, and everywhere I'm going, I'm taking pictures and I really fell in love with the art of photography because again, it's about telling stories. And for me, photography always was about capturing the story. It was, it, you know how they say pictures are worth a thousand words. Well, a picture can tell a thousand stories. A picture can tell if you really break down the composition of a picture, especially in a nightlife, especially like those intimate portraits, you could tell a lot about a person. You could tell a lot about a situation. You could tell a lot about an area, tell a lot about a space from a single picture, not to mention a bunch of pictures. So that went on for a while. And I, I found myself becoming stagnant because where I picked up the camera to for like a quick desk for a quick uh, stop, I made the checkpoint, the, the destination. And I did not bring that those skill sets back to, to video. And I stayed there for a minute. Right. And then going out uh, kind of caught up with me. Um, I ended up going out more than I was taking pictures. I ended up chasing the scene more. Like at, what first uh, was me trying to get into certain scenes so I could document them. It, it kind of turned into me just being mixy and, and, and uh, being in the scene for no damn reason. Excuse my language, <laughs> but for no reason. And uh, a lot of drinking, a lot of a lot of other things, a lot of chasing people, a lot of uh, looking for attention, looking for for outside validation. And I found myself in the same, if not worse, position than I that I was in uh, when Finding Good Times first started. Super lost, <laughs> super super like I do not know what's going on with my life. And I'll tell y'all what, um, it took, see, I'm always, and, and I'm going to talk about this later because what Finding Good Times morphed into from that, uh, on, on Instagram right now, it's probably, probably more inspirational instead of story sharing, but we go through these things, right? I, what I was saying is I'm going to talk more about how the hardships in life and the ebbs and flows of life and the vicissitudes of life and the hard places, the dark spaces shapes us and, and molds us and makes us stronger and repurpose it or reshapes us and, and reprioritizes certain things and puts us back on the path that we were on. And not only does it put us back on the path where we need to be, we, it, it gives us more skills. It puts us back on the path with more tools to better equip us to fight what what what's on that path, right? To fight the ogres waiting under the bridge <laughs> of our paths, right? So I, I um, realizing that I was in such a state, I really started to try to delve deeper and discover why was it that I kept on finding myself in these lost dark lonely places 
and it and it's funny because I consider myself a pretty social person. I like being in, in the crowd. I like being in the mix. I like knowing that, you know, knowing a lot of people in the room. As a matter of fact, I like knowing everybody in the room. Right. But it's still it, it, it felt like a, a sense of loneliness. Have you ever been in a room of so many people? And these people know you and you have a rapport with people, but you still feel lonely. You still feel lost. You still feel dark. You still putting on a smile. And you still, you know, raging and you still rah-rahing and you still, you know, acting like ain't nothing wrong. But or you or you think that you act like nothing wrong. You think that you're projecting this happy image, but people could see it. And that's what happened. People saw it. And um, I, I was talking all of this inspiration stuff, but I was but how I was living were two different things two different worlds, two different realms, two different Kyles, right? So I ended up in a position right back where I was before. And now this is the third time, right? So I'm lost. And I'll tell y'all, I, I, I was putting up, um, those of y'all who've been following me for a long time, I had this thing called uh, 2192 Infinity. So the theory behind that was um, it, uh, it takes... 21 days to build or break a habit 90 days to build or break a lifestyle and i said 2190 to infinity because i didn't want to go back to the lifestyle i wanted it to be i wanted to break certain habits and build certain lifestyles and never go back but the first two years i did it it didn't work at all didn't work and i was and i'm like feigning this kind of um enlightenment and i'm and i'm knowing certain things and certain wisdom is being revealed to me through experiences through god through um uh different uh spiritual uh teachers and preachers and and i'm knowing certain things that i'm doing is wrong and i'm knowing that certain ways that i'm moving is crazy and i'm knowing that certain paths that i'm taking are leading me to awful spaces but i keep on doing it there was a cognitive dissonance there was a total disconnect between what i knew and what i was posting and what actually was occurring so fast forward you know going through a, a about a year and a half of just that that in that dark space again and enter covid and i remember the exact day uh march 12th was the last time that i was out and about on the on the streets and i was going so hard that i got home uh march march 12th was the last day that i was out and i got home in march 13th about 11 o'clock in the morning from a wild and crazy night and then the shutdown, the, the quarantine begins, the lock-in begins. And I tell you, for that first two weeks, just detoxing from everything that I was putting in my body, both uh, just everything, and also detoxing from people that I, that I was uh, chasing and, and validity that I was chasing and detoxing from spaces that were unhealthy for me and detoxing from ideologies that were unhealthy and detoxing from from all of these things, I really had to look up and say, wow, I was not living my best life. As a matter of fact, I was living a life where I didn't, I don't even know now, I don't even know how that life was sustainable, right? So I, I, I 
during this time, I'm unpacking a lot. And now it ain't nowhere to go. You know, you, you in a house, you in a, a, a solitary confinement most of the time. So you, you know, you have to fill your time in some type of way. And instead of doing the whole like FaceTime and people thing or, or, or video chat and people thing, I was looking inwardly and I'm like, wow, you, you've been a, a super contradiction, Kyle. You've been a super duper liar, Kyle. <laughs> you've been a super duper, like a whole falsity out here. And I, and I was because what I was preaching, what I was telling people, I wasn't actually practicing. I wasn't actually living. I, I always, I, I've been saying this COVID, COVID saved my life, right? Like it, it, it was a, a top, the, the season, the COVID season, the quarantine, quarantine rather I should say saved my life because it gave me that time to, to, to be introspective gave me that time to, to, to sit down sometimes in life sometimes life gives us seasons where it, where it just sits us down it gives us a little time out anybody who, who went to, to old school church my old school church folk right y'all know that sometimes they sit you down say look you, you doing way too much when you in the pulpit or when you in the choir or when you in whatever whatever and you and you say all these things on sunday morning but monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday you not living up to what you are saying and, and preaching and uh, uh proclaiming on the sunday morning right and it was similar with me so i had to sit life had to sit me down god had to sit me down right i say look at what you've been preaching i've it, it, I've given you all of this, these avenues of, of wisdom, these avenues of, of enlightenment, this, these avenues of, of, of knowledge that you can use to lead a super purposeful life. I've given you the, these talents and these gifts. I've given you these, these, uh, these doors, these opportunities, but you have not used any of them in an effective way. How many of us have avenues and paths that are open to us that we do not use effectively. Either we never open the door or when we open the door and get into the room, we act a, a fool. We don't use the room to our benefit. We don't use the room to our advantage. We don't use the room uh, effectually. We use it selfishly or we use it stupidly or, 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 or we, we talk more than we should be listening or we are quiet when we should be standing up. How many of us do that? I know I did. Now, a lot of times when people are so, when, when we get to these spaces of self-critique, we, we shut down. When we get to these spaces of looking in ourselves and seeing all of the crazy stuff that we were doing in our past and all the nonsense we were uh, doing uh, out and about, and especially if you were a type of person who was trying to portray um, a lifestyle of, of inspiration and a lifestyle of enlightenment and all that stuff and then even if the people don't around you don't catch up to you you catch up to yourself and you start seeing yourself and a lot of times when we are faced with that truth we shut down some people get so hard on themselves that they shut down but let me tell you if you take that it's just like if, if someone critiques your work as an artist or critiques your 
you know your, your business plan or whatever you can you have two options you can make that you can let that shut you down and discourage you and disillusion you or you can use it to grow you can use it to say yeah i'm really uncomfortable with this with how i was with who i was but i have the power to change it i have the power to to reshape my life i have the power to get up get get the hell up excuse my language but i have the power to get up and do better i have the power to get up and be better that's where the intro come from it don't come from me trying to trying to call anybody out or, or, or that comes from me that comes from me when i look in the mirror every day and tell myself looking back on who i was i gotta wake up in the morning and say look you were you were that you were uh, a knucklehead but now you have the opportunity to be better i think we owe it to ourselves if we are given second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever chances you want, if you are given that opportunity to make new or make good, no pun intended or pun intended, rather, if you are given that opportunity to make good on your promises to yourself, your promises to people around you, your promises to your purpose, your promises to your vision and your goal, if you are given the chance to reclaim your time. You have a responsibility to do it. You have a responsibility to yourself. You have a responsibility to your purpose and you have a responsibility to the people that will be affected and impacted by your purpose to do it and see it all the way through. So this is where good time finding good times is finding good times is not about toxic positivity. It's not me getting up here and saying everything is going to be okay. You just have to manifest. You just have to meditate three times a day. You just have to read this book. You No, it is going to be a lot of work and it's going to be work on many different levels, in many different forms, through many different pathways and streams for many for a long period of time and every day is a little bit it's not just gonna happen in one week not gonna happen in one month not gonna, maybe not gonna happen in one year but you get better every day if you resolve that you are going to get there you resolve that this has to happen a lot of times what happens is we begin to believe that we can't be who we say we want to be a lot of times when we say we, we see something that we want in life, we start to the mechanisms in our head, the fear mechanisms that we use to protect ourselves from disappointment and protect ourselves from 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 disillusion and, and protect ourselves from bitterness and protect ourselves from all uh, 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 from the pain of maybe not reaching that. All of those mechanisms we use, we, we use those fear mechanisms and it tells us, no, you can't do that. No, you, you, you just, just do the normal thing. Just don't be ex. Don't try to be extraordinary. You doing the most, but no, everyone, every single person that has done something extraordinary has had people tell them to calm down, tell them that it's not possible. Tell them, ask them, yo, what are you doing? You look crazy doing this. Every person that is extraordinary had the voice in their own head saying, what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? Ain't nobody watching these stories. Ain't nobody watching these posts. Ain't nobody buying these, this product. Ain't nobody 
buying this service. Ain't nobody going to listen to me. Ain't nobody going to watch me. Ain't nobody going to take me seriously. Ain't nobody. The most courageous thing that you could do. As, as Jay-Z said, right, the, the genius was we never gave up. The most courageous thing that you can do as a goal getter, as a person with vision, as a, per, a person with purpose, as a person that, can, that finds streams of passion, the most courageous thing you can do is not give up. The most courageous thing that you can do is tell yourself that regardless of what it looks like now, regardless of who you've been in the past, regardless of the situation, regardless of, of whatever, you can be that. You can do that. Nothing is crazy enough for you not to try it. In terms of, of, of visions, in terms of purpose, in terms of goals. And that's the crazy thing, because a lot of times we we willing to try everything else. We willing to try every negative thing else. We we put ourselves in, in such crazy negative positions. But when it comes to putting ourselves in crazy positive positions, when it comes to putting ourselves in positions where it's like, wow, this is unfathomable. We 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 shy away. But how many negative places have we ended up in that we never would have thought we ended that we would have ended up in how many crazy relationships did, have you ended up in where you like i never would have ever seen this for myself see we give credit to the negativity and to negative places because that's easy it's easy to be negative it's easy to be scared it's easy to disbelieve it's easy to be doubtful it's easy to to to, to not be accountable for yourself it's easy to be lethargic it's easy to be apathetic towards life it hurts, but it's easy. What's harder is making something, doing something, being something that goes beyond what you thought in a positive way. That doesn't care what people think initially because people can't think you crazy initially. You have, get, listen, and this is the thing, you have given people a, a literal paradigm. You've given people a, a, um, a, a codex of, a pathways of, of, of behavior that you have done for all these years. So of course they're not going to believe that, that you are going to do this. I tell my artist friends all the time, of course, people not going to believe that you are this superstar. They've seen you all this time as normal person a, but it's not their responsibility. You can't get, get mad at people for not seeing who you can be you have to show them it's not their responsibility to see who you can be you have to see who you can be and you have to work every day to prove first to yourself but then to them that you could be this crazy successful person you can be this unfathomably whatever whether it's wealth that you're after whether it's a, a great being a great mother a great father a great parent whether it's being a great business person a great uh uh having a great body let me, let me tell you this sometimes i look at these um before and after photos uh people losing a lot of weight or people bulking up and you would never think that the person on the before and it's not a comment on uh body image or whatever but just you know you would never think the person 
after would have come out of the person before. We have to think of that same, you have to think that same way when it comes to our ambitions. They are not going to see who you could be. In every, and I put this up on Instagram and before, in every king, there is a kid. It is our responsibility to mature, level up to the place where the kid in us takes a back seat to the king in us. We always gonna have that kid in us. No one is ever going to be so mature that they don't make mistakes, so perfect that they don't uh, need anyone, so so enlightened that they don't have whatever flaws or, or, or needy or whatever you associate being a kid, right? But it's our responsibility to tame that, tame that kid, tame that inner person that tells you you can't do this, you can't do that. Tame that inner person that says you shouldn't be going to uh, going after your goals. Tame that inner voice when you walk into a room of people that are doing high level things that, that tells you you're not supposed to be there. They didn't start off as high level people, most of them. No one's born uh, just with the the wherewithal to be great. No, people work at it. In the shadows, that's where people, that's where people's heroism is defined and refined and made perfect, made great. That's where it's made. In, in, in the, I, I put this up a couple days ago, uh, that, that Drake line on Stay Scheming, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. We don't see the, the athletes in the gym working out, getting up every morning and, 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 and working out. We don't see the rappers in the, in the studio late nights. We don't see the artists toiling over their work. We don't see the business people when, like we see the Fortune 500, we don't see them when they, the not Fortune 500, we don't see them when, they, when the business is, is almost failing. We don't see them when they got, bills piling up on their table and their head is in their palm and they don't know what what to do next and they got they, they're responsible for all these people's lives and they just so stressed about it. we don't see those points but it's in those points that we exercise we exercise our faith we exercise our resolve we exercise our tenacity we exercise our strength we exercise the the audacity to be great do you have the audacity to be great do you have the audacity to do something that's never been done before and sometimes doing something that's never been done before isn't about making the, the next billion dollar business sometimes some be doing something that's never been done before is being a version of you that you're happy with Sometimes that's never been done before some people we 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 have never been happy with ourselves just getting to being comfortable with yourself being in love with yourself. And that is what finding good times is about. It's about us sharing our stories, hearing each other. It's not just gonna be me talking, sharing our stories, sharing our experiences, sharing sharing the wisdom, sharing the ups and downs of our lives. And, and not only finding and talking about the good times, but finding the good in the, in the bad moments as well. Because like how I started this story out, how I started this podcast out, all of those negative things, those ups and downs, those, those dark places, those are the places where I learned 
a lot of the, the, the lessons that I use on here. That's where I learned a lot of the, the muscle training. And, and, and that's, I'm have a whole thing on that, on muscle training and resistance, mental muscle training, spiritual, emotional muscle training. Finding good times is not about being blind to the, the dark places in our lives and being blind to the bad things that happen and being blind to the situations that you would rather not happen, rather not occur. Finding good times is literally transforming those moments, digging deep into those moments and finding the lesson in it, finding the good in it, finding the place in it where we change and where we are better, when we are molded to be better human beings. Finding the love that comes out of our pain because with every in every situation of pain you can find a lesson on how to love better that breakup you can find a lesson on how to love better that lost business you can find how to love better you can find how to be a, a better servant a better uh product provider better service provider every failure comes with a lesson and the lesson gives you an option to succeed the lesson gives you an option to reclaim your time from that failure and turn it into a victory. And that's what finding good times is about. Started off with the pictures, right? Started off with, with getting stories from people through pictures. And we're gonna continue that. And we and we're gonna grow to the the to getting people's story on video, documenting people's lives, people that I might not have any have had anything to do with in my normal life. But being able to get their story, that's how we grow. Seeing different perspectives, that's how we grow. And no story is too small to be documented. No story is too out there to learn from. No person's voice is too extreme or too neutral to learn from. Now, I like the extreme voices. I don't like people who, who I, well, I'd not say I don't like people, but I would rather talk to a person who's bold in, in their um, in their opinions and their resolves, whether I agree with it or not. But the people who are, are quiet, never sleep on them because they have an opinion. You just got to get to the core of why they're deciding not to share that opinion. So that's what finding good times is, y'all. It's not about me. I always say purpose is never personal. Purpose is never personal. Purpose is never personal. Our purpose is our seeds that we give out. And when people plant those seeds, they bear fruit. And those fruits have seeds of purpose that other people take and, and, and share and, and grow. And purpose is a forest. It starts with one seed and it grows and goes and goes and goes and goes. And eventually there are, just like I said, there in every kid, king, there's a kid in every seed. There's a forest waiting to be grown. That's what finding good times is, y'all. We're going to get some good stories here. We're going to get some good wisdom here. It's going to be some good teaching here, not just from me, but from other people that I bring in that, that, that we have conversations with, that we talk to. It's going to be some good love given because above anything else, I love y'all. I don't do this for no clout. Y'all might have seen the shirts and the T-shirts and all and the hoodies and all that stuff. I, I ain't, You don't see no link to sell it. If you want it, I send it to you. I, I, don't, I don't do things 
for money. I don't do things for clout. I do it because I have been in a place, in a place of, of, of being totally uninspired, a place of being totally lost, a place of being in a total dark space. And if I can inspire somebody, if I could get somebody out of bed, if I could inspire someone to, to be great, if I could inspire someone to push past the threshold of where they thought that they could go, if I could inspire that actor to keep on going and keep on sending their headshot and keep on auditioning and keep on trying out and keep on keep keep on keeping on their dream. If I could inspire that musician to keep going, even though they might not be as young as they were, if I could keep uh, inspire that business person that that entrepreneur inside of them to come out to quiet the kid in them and put the entrepreneur before the kid and 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 take responsibility for their life and take responsibility for their business and take responsibility for their community if i could inspire anybody that's what it's for that's what finding good times is about it's not just about me talking because listen and and as y'all see now I'm, I'm, I'm pretty boy. I could talk all day. I'm pretty boisterous. <laughs> I'm pretty loquacious when it comes to, to things that I'm passionate about. But I'm telling you, it's not just going to be about me. We're going to have a, a, a lot of different people chiming in and sharing their stories and sharing their truths and sharing where they have come from and sharing where they are going, sharing their visions and their dreams and their goals. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of building, a lot of loving, some destruction, too, because in order to build, sometimes you got to destroy. It's going to be a lot of uncomfortable conversations here, too. Yeah, sometimes we got to get in, in places of discomfort in order to know it's time to move, in order to know it's time to grow, in order to know it's time to push. If everything is super comfortable all the time, there's no growth. If everything is super idyllic all the time there's no need to advance there's no need to evolve there's no need to grow there's no need to be better if you're perfect already in your mind and sometimes we build mechanisms in our head that justifies and rationalizes the lower places because we're scared of leveling up but we're gonna have those conversations too so with that being said uh this is actually episode two episode one came before because of i wanted to get my thoughts out about what's going on in, in the country right now but uh with that being said if anyone has a story that they would like to share if anyone has a um a goal or a vision that they would like people to hear about if anyone has a past that they know people can grow from you hit me up finding good times on on, on instagram findinggoodtimes.com Email me, findinggoodtimes at gmail.com. Right? And we're going to talk. And you can talk to, to, to some people. And you might be the spark. You might be the seed that helps someone grow out of their shadowy place. That grows out of their, their, their dark space. I love y'all. Never forget that. And I say that with all honesty, all candor, all awareness. I love y'all. This is going to be fun, y'all. I am so excited. I am so blessed. God has blessed me not only to come out of my dark places time and time again, but to, to, to be inspired to inspire others. 
That's my passion in life. That's my love in life. To love on you. To share love with you. To help you. Helping you helps me. When I see you grow and I see when I see you doing that thing that 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 seems unfathomable or that seems crazy, that helps me. That helps me. So let's help each other. Let's help each other grow. Let's help each other evolve. Let's help each other live. Let's help each other love. And most importantly, most importantly, let's help each other find good times. Find good. See good. But most importantly, be good. Peace. Good people, don't forget to follow Finding Good Times at Finding Good Times on all platforms at Finding Good Times on all available platforms. And of course, FindingGoodTimes.com. Keep following, keep sharing, keep reposting. Most importantly, keep being good. Love y'all.